0: Wedding photographers unite!
1: Unite, wedding photographers, and welcome to Wedding Photographers Unite episode number one hundred and forty three i'm one of your hosts andy buscemi the self-proclaimed professor of photographic pontifications in good company with the chatty kathy of the hudson valley mr jimmy ferrara
2: hello hi everybody it's been so long so it's long been- i have hair now that's a lie i don't have any hair still i shave my head but uh andy is like a grizzly He's on dreads now and his big beard. He's crazy looking. Crazy.
1: I'm a madman. We're both madmen <laughs> over here, Jimmy. <laughs> We're also joined by Lindsay DiDario, the good neighbor of good neighbors. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, dee-ho. We're going to record a podcast, Wedding Photographers Unite um we now this year in 2021 record on a quarterly basis yeah, uh, in 2020, 2022 we'll be recording on a two episodes that year no, and then in 2023 no, we'll, be, we'll be recording one episode
2: Don't, don't believe at him.
1: that point we're going to go bi-annually no, and we'll, we'll, no, we're we'll not. miss you in 2024 but we'll be back in 2025 <laughs> <laughs> we'll just kind of go on from there see how things go um, guys, isn't it, it's normal now, right? Are you shooting weddings and but all yeah. the weddings are happening and Hell they're yeah. all like dance floors and people mat without masks and like it's all no legit one, again. No
2: one, I don't know about you guys, my weddings this whole past year, no one cared. Only if you really had to or decided to wear a mask did people care. But I, a couple last year, like in the fall, and they were like, we don't care. And ones earlier this year, small ones, big ones, except for a church where they require it, fine, but. Everywhere else was like, nope.
1: Right. Well, most of the people that went forward with 2020 weddings were the I don't care variety of people, generally (laughs) speaking. True. So so because of that, um, the weddings that I did shoot um, was a mixed bag of, I would say, you know, and it's funny, right, because the venues were the ones that got screwed. And the private property people, the people that went on private property, they were all kind of crazy and all that. And I was like, what? Is this really happening right now? You know, but I'm, you know, I was just shooting the wedding, you know? So, um, yeah. So that that was uh, definitely a little bit of that going on in 2020 for the people that did go forward. But it was, it was a mixed bag, you know. It, the venues, right, were all kind of like in order as far as things should have been. But the private property weddings were just on private property and they were just happening, you know, was was that your experience as well, Lindsay?
3: Yeah. Last year I only had a very few weddings, but um, my situation was either people who didn't care or uh, people who had a situation where they had a sick relative or some other reason why they needed to do it fast And in those situations, everyone had masks, everyone was socially distanced, all of that. And then, you know, the next weekend you'd be at a a wedding like nothing was going on in the world and it was really freaky. But uh, this year, since they lifted the mask mandate in New York State, my first wedding post mask lift, people were still wearing their masks for the majority of the wedding. Um, And then by the second week, yeah, like there was... Like one couple that wore a mask, and then last week, no, no one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I had. Yeah, we are back. I had a wedding like the day after they announced that thing because it was like on a Friday that they that New York State made the announcement, and I had a wedding on that Saturday, and. I remember because like I went in and I had the mask on and, and like, I remember the band. I was at Hotel Lafayette and I, and the bands came in the ballroom and they were like all wearing masks. But they weren't like aware of what was happening over in that other room for cocktail hour. And it was like 75 percent of people did not have masks. And then I just remember like everybody walking in the I was like, what, really? You know, I was like, yeah, you guys didn't hear the announcement yesterday. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Um, so but it was well, weird, It's though. funny
3: because. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say the numbers at that point were for vaccines were like 50 percent in New York State. And the rules were that if you had your vaccine, you didn't have to wear a mask. But if you didn't, you had to wear a mask. And yet 100 percent of the people are not wearing masks. So it's just like someone's lying. Someone's lying. I'm in sure here. a
2: lot of people are. And yeah. to me, it's like, well, if you got vaccinated, then what difference does it make if you're hanging around someone who isn't, who might even been exposed to the virus, Uh, maybe not making out with the person, but shouldn't (laughs) that matter either way if you have the vaccine, if it's doing its job, right? Uh, You know, believe me, I'm I'm so, we're all going to be so glad that this conversation that now, I don't know, what you guys are a little more upstate where I am, it's so people walking in every restaurant, every cafe, every grocery store. Not a mask. Instead of my, some of my friends, walk, when it first got lifted, were like, I saw them shop right th- that day, and then I had a mask like on, kind of around my neck, kind of around my face. I'm like, I don't know, I'm the only one here, not so. I'm just gonna put it on, whatever. Then I see my friend, and she's like. Not even on her body. She's like, yep, we don't have to wear it. You're vaccinated. I'm like, all right, good for you. So I took it off. And she's like, funny, I just went to a local one, local grocery store in my town. And they said they required it. She turned right around and went to the big one. So I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's going to, I hope local, I'm in a small town. And I hope our small town people don't still pull that because they'll go somewhere else. And they, my whole town is now, yeah, 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 good, good. We'll, we'll abide by the law, which you're going to eventually. So why not jump in if the state says it? When the state yeah. said do this, they had to do it. Now the state says you don't have to do it. They're still hanging on to it. I, I don't get it as a business owner. I'd be like, no, please do what you want to do. Be comfortable. So for certain people
3: now. who can't, can't get the vaccine for some reason, or they have people that are in their household that haven't or can't, like maybe they have kids, that sort of thing. And so, you know, there are a few businesses in my neighborhood that are still hanging on to the mask mask mandate and, you know, I have to assume they have reasons. Um, so mm-hmm. I just, I try to respect it where I can. If I'm in close quarters, I'll still throw it on. But generally speaking yet, yeah, it, it feels good to see smiles again. Gives, yeah. <laughs> gives the photos a lot more character. That's for sure. <laughs> I don't, I don't even, ha- I
2: don't even know where I have, I bought like a, uh, I forget the name of myson. No, that's the, that's the frying pan <laughs> mission or something. <laughs> I forget what I bought. And, uh, it's comfortable. It's good, and um, I don't even know where that is anymore. Because now I'm like, if they say I'm required to use to wear it wherever I'm going, like in small places, I'm like, well, then I'm not. I'm leaving. I'm walking out, going somewhere else. Now it's different. So far, every venue I've been to, nothing. Every um, bride's house, nothing. I'm the first person to say I'm, I'm vaccinated. Like, oh, it's fine. We don't care anyway. <laughs> yeah. So
1: no, it's it's basically over as yeah. far as like this. It's been now. I think is like the first time. Like it's just, we're, we're basically done unless done. something crops back up or whatever. But it was from the time that Lindsay, we had your friend on the show. Remember that mm-hmm. one one podcast when it was all kind of starting to happen, blah, blah, blah. That was yep. like February, March of that year, of 2020, right? Was it 2020? February, March of yes. 2020. Yeah. Be yep. Um, yep. So it's basically, it's been from then to now. So, um, but now I think it's, we're, we're basically we're done. done. At least here. So, Other yeah. countries, not-, not so much
3: uh we are not done so i am photographing a wedding on friday because one of our friends uh got covid this week photographer
1: wow (laughs) i'm
3: filling in i'm filling Uh, in for someone we know very well this friday uh so now i'm doing a double because someone has covid (laughs) did said person not get vaccine uh i don't believe so No. um And there are some people who just aren't fully vaccinated yet. So, for example, I had a shoot in the studio uh, last week, a commercial shoot, and the makeup artist is younger and um, just got her second dose, you know, maybe a week prior to the shoot. So we just kept our masks on because she wasn't fully there yet. So just, you know, out of respect for her, uh, we wore the masks. But, um, yeah, so I I don't know what the situation there was, but this person... uh, their partner got COVID and they made it through a little while and then they, sure enough, they got it too. So I'll be filling in and doing a double this weekend to help them out. And, you know, it's just one of those things you got to do. Hope it comes back to you someday if the situation were ever reversed. But in a busy year, it, it stinks. I'm not psyched about doing it, but, yeah. you know, you got to help help each other out in these t- crazy times.
1: Yeah, I actually... Um there's a photographer out in Rochester who's newer, but is picking up steam pretty quickly. And he is, um, did not know, uh, well, he was, they were planning on being pregnant and having another child, blah, blah, blah. And it happened to be like right in the middle of wedding season and surprise twins. So, Ooh. um, he's called me, you know, I'm basically filling up for a, like a definite date and other potential dates around that time. I'm like, dude, it's just, like, COVID happens, you're down weddings, and then you have this deal with, like, in the middle of wedding season with twins.
0: Oh,
1: <laughs> my God. So I'm helping him out with that, although I'm not, like, super excited about it. But, like, um, it's all about, like, if, you know, if that were to happen to me, you know, it's, like, we got to help each other out when those things happen and, and all that. So
3: um, Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, Speaking of helping each other out, Jimmy.
2: Yes. Um, see, Manny, still, still on my date. It's on my calendar. Jimmy,
1: a number of times I've asked you about this, and I'm going to ask you live <laughs> on air on Wedding Photographers United because cause so far you've said, "Yeah, I'll put it in my calendar," but if something else comes up, I got this other thing. I'm asking for you from live,
2: nope, July 17th. On, it's live, it's still there
1: on air, July yeah. 17th, Saturday in yeah. New Jersey. Are you going to photograph a second shoot of wedding with me? Yes,
2: Somerset, New Jersey. It's still there. I, I, I doubt yes. by now. High five. I doubt by now I will get any <laughs> a full wedding to 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 you know. For me to be like, well, you you know can't compensate me th- that much to, for me to help you out, for me to take a full wedding. So, uh, yeah, I I I doubt very nothing's gonna. It's too far too soon for something to come. So my that
1: way. means, Jimmy, I'm gonna meet you in person. Oh, wait, yeah, not, wait, no wait, kidding. Before you, before you commit, let me just tell you. Okay. It's an Indian Jeez. wedding. Okay, All you right. know this right? I told you this right. Uh uh-huh. So w- there's a very early start time, like oh, super super early start time. Um, you know. You're good with that, right?
2: Do we have to stay in a hotel the night before? Kind of early?
1: Well, no, no, no. But it's like we're starting at like 7.
3: A.M.? Oh, I thought you were going to say like 4.
1: No. (laughs) Because they're going to do like a first look at like 8.30. And then they're going to do the barat at like 10 and all this kind of stuff.
2: What time does it end?
1: But maybe you could start at like 8. I don't know. Because I I haven't gotten the official itinerary yet. Um, like
2: that makes a big difference, but, but it okay.
1: might, it might be me starting with the bride at nine, but then like, um, maybe you'd start with the groom at like eight. I don't know yet. Cause that t- uh, timeline isn't set in stone yet. So they're working on it, but well, then it's, I got
2: it and sending like four or five then. Right. Naturally.
1: So, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's going to be, a, I mean, literally it's, it's going to be a long ass day because um they do like that long break in the middle. Have you photographed Indian weddings before?
2: Yeah, but yeah, but they've always been just like eight or ten hours or mostly ten hours.
1: Yeah, kind of so we'll be shooting for ten hours, but there's probably going to be a long break in between. But that means we get to hang out. You know what I'm saying? I've been you know, hanging on I'll that. compensate I get you accordingly. Andy. I'll com- yes. <laughs> I'll compensate you accordingly. We'll talk about all right. about that. Well,
2: I, I'm, I got the date open, so it's fine. I don't, I'm i all good. I had, a, okay. I had a crazy wedding at West Point. West Point. I'm close to West Point Military Academy. Very close. I've been there thousands of times for – all kinds of shoes for weddings, to, to engagements, to proposals, to lifestyle, all that kind of stuff. My dad was a barber there for 40 years. I I, I was lifeguard there when I was younger. I know the post very well and everything there. Typic, not. I don't have a hand, I have about a handful of weddings over the years where a couple gets married the day or graduate. That's Sunday. It's a very popular day. They want to start life immediately. They don't want to wait. I, I this year wasn't that, but I had a wedding on the Monday. After graduation at West Point at 7 a.m. was my call time. It was just a small ceremony in a church on post, some portraits, and then that's it. They were doing a brunch and everyone was on flights midday out. So I didn't do the the brunch. But I never had a wedding. I never had a call time earlier that early before. And I was like guns a blazing as I'm walking up to the hotel there would be like, Okay, here it is. And they're outside with the car and I'm like shooting at like I, I, my first shot off was seven oh two. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so this will be an early one for me, but I have had other Indian weddings. I have started around like 6am before and stuff like that because they start that barat at like 8 in the morning, All you right. know, depending on what they've got going on with that. Or sometimes they want to do family photos even before the barat, which actually I, I kind of don't mind doing them in the morning and all that stuff because then we're just kind of – they're so hard to do on Indian weddings anyway because it's just crazy all day. you know. Mm-hmm. So, okay, let's plan the time and do them, I guess. I don't know. But they're still working all that out, so I don't I don't know the full all schedule right. yet.
2: I'm down. Um, cool. Cool, I, man. Uh,
1: It'll be awesome. It'll be it cool is.
2: And now just, which, I have a couple things to announce. One is I did finally pick up another Sony A7 III. I was debating about the new one, which is way too much money, and then maybe a used A9 – but I'm like, I, t- I don't need those bells and whistles on the A9. I, I barely shoot continuous high on the A7 III, let alone 20 frames a second. I just don't need it. So now I find myself w- with one camera with the Prime, maybe a 35, or my Tamron 70 to 180, and then the other one with something else. And I might like just boom, boom, boom. And I, I, kinda, I like it. It's kind of cool. It's both the same cameras. They're both set up the way they are. One has a vertical grip. One does not. Um pros and cons to both uh overall but uh i'm i'm much more at ease now that my backup camera is the same camera quality because the sony a7 that has a backup it, if i had to ever use that as a backup the rest of the day i'd be uh, and would not be fun because it's,
1: yeah so are you shooting bad. both bodies all day now now that they're both not all day no i
2: do it yeah. For prep, I might – I'll put on like a 35 and an 85. That's really all I need for prep. Maybe I'll pop out my 12 mil.
1: Exactly what I do in the morning, yeah. 35, For like 85.
2: a wide shot, if, if the room looks like it needs a couple of wide shots, boom, that's it. I don't really ever need anything more than that. Um, and then for ceremony, yeah, I'll throw on the wide and then, uh, and then the long. I don't know. I don't have to. But then that's really it. That's It's just prep and then – but if I'm running with the couple out, like, okay, we're going to do portraits now. Here's my setup, which I like. I throw on the 35. It's a 1.8-35. And then my other camera is the 70-180 to Tamron 2.8. It's a great lens. It's so lightweight. It's awesome. It can fit vertical in any bag. I love this lens. It's a really good, very inexpensive, very lightweight. I don't miss that 20 millimeters from 180 to 200. I don't. And it's so much less money than... A standard seventy to two hundred, they really hit it out of park with this one, mm. and that's great. I got, I got really, I got, I don't want to go much wider than a twenty, than thirty five anyway with a couple. It's going to start to distort, it and unless I'm making, unless I'm in some kind of architectural place, then that's different. But um, but I, I like that setup. So I, I've been doing that, and then like proposals and other shoots, I'll just bring those, that setup with me, and I'm out. And uh, it's been working pretty cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like it.
1: I have an announcement to make too. I don't care about gear or, or, or cameras anymore, okay. like at all. Because <laughs> they're all the same. Like the new the new Canon stuff, finally, I'm happy for Canon people. It's all good now, you know? And uh, I guess the only people I'm afraid of for is the Nikon people. Because, like, I don't know. Who knows what kind of state Nikon's in these days? But I don't know. The cameras are fine, you know? Who knows?
2: I played with that new digital one. It was all right, the mirrorless one.
1: So I wonder, once it has the mirrorless stuff with the fast eye autofocus and all that, we're all in the same same place. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I need to Lindsay, backtrack. Yeah, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead backtrack.
3: Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't done with that six a.m. start time. Oh, Jimmy, yeah. I I was in shoes once, where a photographer asked me to second shoot and didn't tell me the start time.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Also, an Indian wedding, four four a.m.
2: Oh my, you're kidding. Wow.
3: So, What's going on at Have you <laughs> Have you ever photographed an Indian wedding where they do the um like the milk bath situation?
1: No. Um, Is that different than the mud stuff?
3: I I don't know. I I've okay. photographed a bunch of of Hindu weddings and they've all had like some things in common and like a bunch of new things that it always seems like I'm supposed to know that they happen and I'm like I Photographed a ton of these, and I've never seen this before. So this situation, I was supposed to go at 4 a.m. Uh, to this house, and I'm thinking like, oh, I, they're all going to be asleep. There's no, there's just no way. This has to be a joke. And I pull up. All the lights are on. The music is blasting. There's candles lit all outside the house. All these decorations on the exterior. I mean, it was like full on party, crazy early in the morning. And so they had this tradition where the groom gets in a bathtub wearing, like, a toga sort of thing. And all of his relatives line up, and one at a time, they dump milk on top of him. Mm. And so here I am, (laughs) this tiny little, like bathroom on the first level of this house that's like clearly just like a guest room bathroom sort of situation so I've got like 16 millimeters and I just he's sitting in the tub they say like okay he's ready for you so I go into the bathroom And it's tiny, like really tiny. So I just sit down like between the toilet and the bathtub, like smushed in between the two. And he's kind of like facing me in the bathtub. And I'm like, well, this is certainly a very interesting way to get to know someone. And so the two of us just sat there and one at a time, his relatives came in and one by one poured milk on top of him, and I just like photographed each person as they came in, and that's what I did <laughs> at 4 a.m.
2: So for, uh, so fantastic. that lasted, let's say, an hour and a half tops maybe, let's say two hours. Did you have downtime between that and how had the rest of the day go? Well, and-
3: so then there was like food, there was breakfast. We did some portraits of, of him with the family while we were there, Um which actually the early morning light is, is really lovely. In the middle of the summer, you know, it starts to get light at, you know, 6 a.m. It's light. So, um yeah, we were able to start shooting some family portraits and stuff like that outside the house. And then they did the barat and they did all that other stuff as well. That all started really early. So, yeah, I mean, but it was... There was still an evening reception. It was a very long day, and I did not find out that I was starting at 4 a.m. until, like, the very last minute. Um, And it was in Rochester. It was out of town, which has made it worse.
2: Well, (laughs) Andy, we went back on this a couple years ago, at least, on the topic of contract stating full-day coverage versus a set number of hours. And, Andy, I was adamant about you Get changing that immediately and anyone yes. listening because it could really screw you over. So, Lindsay, yep. looking back at that contract, what did it state?
3: So, I was second shooting.
2: Oh, you so, said that. Sure. All right, right, right.
3: Yeah, I was like an emergency fill-in for a friend. And, yeah, she she failed to mention when she asked me <laughs> to fill in that I was going to need to start that early. So, I'm I'm not sure what, what her contract okay. said. All right, all right. I, I'm um, sorry mine I, I used that. to say... Um, full day. And I had that situation come up. I had photographed the rehearsal dinner and had never even really gotten a a solid answer as to when I was starting the next day. So I photographed the rehearsal dinner, which also I didn't set a limit on. So I was there till like midnight. Uh And as I'm leaving, I say, okay, what time um, do you think we should get going at the salon? And she's like, can you be there at seven? And I'm like, Uh, I mean, I absolutely can, you know, because yes is always the answer. But, (laughs) you know, and I say like, well, I assume you're going to go last. So, you know, might make more sense for me to show up around the time that, you know, you're getting your hair and makeup done. It was at her mom's salon, though, and it was super important to her that I be there that whole Mm. time. Oh, so God. sure enough, I did that rehearsal dinner until like at midnight, showed up at 7 a.m. the next day and was there until probably 11, 12 o'clock at night.
2: And your contract changed the next day, didn't it? It
3: sure <laughs> it did. Yep. yep. And you know what? Honestly, like normally it's not not a situation, but it's it's nice to have it. And I still tell couples like I'm not going to watch the clock in the second it hits, you know, eight hours or 10 hours Right,
2: that that's an extreme. So I, something like that would you can pull. I would. I would. We lost Lindsay for a second, but I would pull the uh, the working in the film business. The turnaround invasion, which is a union standard, where I'm like, if a couple ever said that to me, and they they changed the date that last minute, I'd be like, um, state law requires at, at least a ten hour turnaround. Where you know I'm now here, leaving at you know midnight. You you need to left me go home, sleep because we're humans and then get back on. So you're looking at 10 AM because uh, most films, that's never rarely, rarely, rarely ever invade a turn, a uh, turnaround invasion. I've seen it happen once in 15 years once, cause it was triple rate for everybody the next day. So anyway, but anyone listening that happens again, I don't know if it's state law or not. I know it's a union thing, but the union and state goes hand in hand when it comes to law and, and treating crew and, and anyone working and all that. So you could just you to say that, and they'd be like, "Oh, I didn't know." Like, yeah, look it up. It's a state law. You, you, I can't.
1: I'm looking at and Lindsay's then, expression yeah, as yeah. you're saying this. Well, <laughs> this Liz- is law. It goes hand in, yeah. hand, in hand with thing. And Lindsay has this little smirk on her it. face. Like, I'm not so sure. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I mean, you can say that. <laughs> <laughs> you can say it's a law, it <laughs> and they probably middle. won't question you. But they'll be like, "Yeah, I get that." for a pilot but you're just taking pictures you know but yeah in that situation it was seven hours between the time i finished shooting and the time okay. i was supposed to start again like <laughs> not okay
1: so, so jimmy yeah. i did over the past couple years um i've had it uh, my contract is um either an eight hour my starting package is an eight hour package with just me yeah or 10 hour packages with a second shooter and then add books and things like that in other packages so it's it's it's, a set limit on it um however for indian weddings because they do that long break in the middle i Mm -hmm. do what i say to them and what i said for this new jersey wedding is uh i have i shoot up to 10 hours the one the break in between in the middle of the day does not count but that's the only thing that doesn't count other than that it's 10 hours and then anything over that i'm going to invoice you for following the wedding the the balance following the wedding for any additional hours over 10 shooting other than that break that we do in the middle of the day that's basically what i I tell them so you got it
3: that's fair do you have different rates for indian weddings
1: no i don't um because they usually i will i would be shocked if we actually stay at 10 hours shooting it's probably going to be more than that and i'll Mm -hmm. be invoicing them following that wedding for that you know. Um, yeah. But if they do it, then There's that's great. So
3: much yeah. going on, you know, and like starting that early, and I mean, you are shooting constantly.
0: Yep.
3: At those weddings, so much happening. I feel like it's so many more photos. Like it's the same amount of time, but like you're shooting constantly, or is that just me? Maybe yeah, I just right. get excited at Indian weddings and just go no. a little crazy. <laughs> no, you're right.
1: There's, there just ends up being way more. It was it? Was, dude, the last few Indian weddings I shot with a second shooter. Like this, um you know. I've come home with four thousand, five thousand photos, something like that. And but I say I don't care. And like even I was talking to my uh, my main second shooter Will about this the other day, um, where I'm like, dude, I just shoot. I don't care. Shoot as much as you want. Because he says sometimes he works for people and they're like he's they're telling him don't shoot as much. I'm like no, dude, shoot the shit out of things. I don't care. Shoot. Yeah. Because I call in, you know what I mean? So if I'm calling in, when I get all those photos home anyway, I'm bam, 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 bang, I don't really care. I want more images to pick from, you know what I mean? I'm going to only select one out of 50 or whatever it is, you know, that ends, or who, who knows, you know what I mean? But I would rather have more and more information when I go to edit that wedding. Um, if there's something important, blah, blah, blah. Or when you decided not to shoot, I would rather you shoot, shot it than didn't, you know? Um, yeah. But and, and I
3: think it balances out. We do have those easy days now and then, too, where, like, I walk away feeling guilty. Like, uh, that was such a simple day. Like, no wedding party and just, like, a couple immediate family photos and no speeches. And, like, especially this year, some people yeah. still aren't really doing full dance floors and stuff like that. And I feel like I'm really getting away with something sometimes. But then the next week, I shoot 13 straight hours of chaos. So Yes,
1: I- that r- reminds me, I, I feel, I felt very bad for uh, a bride that I had in June, early June, because she basically, literally in like May, scaled down her wedding. She's like, oh, but it's not going to happen. We're still going to be having this. Told all her guests, no, we're not doing it. Go away. She calls me up and she's like, I still want to do the wedding, but it's going to be just like, you know, close pe- people, blah, blah, blah. And then we're going to do photos with you. I'm like, okay, cool. Literally like they, New York state says like, you you know, it's they give the thumbs up or whatever. And then like her wedding was like the following week. And it was just, it was like the ceremony. There were some people at the ceremony and then it was just me. It was just me Mm -hmm. the rest of the day. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like, like I feel so bad for this bread. I need to kill it on these photos now because this is what she's going to remember her wedding day by. Um, And I felt like I needed to have extra personality that day to, to help, help them out. You know what I mean? But it was just, I just felt (laughs) so bad for them because it's like, man, the timing on that was just shitty, you know, like telling her guests, no, and then they say yes. And then they, she could have had her guests there, but like, didn't, you know, and like all that. So uh,
3: yeah, just so too late. Uh, What a bummer. Hopefully they still had an awesome time. I think a lot of people have been pleasantly surprised by their tiny weddings. I hope that's generally the case.
1: Yeah, I'd say what so. What you but... do? Yep.
3: I have to say, so I, I don't know if you guys are like uh, wedding criers. So <laughs> I'm, I'm not like a big crier in life. But, for some reason, and this is probably why I'm a good wedding photographer, like weddings weddings can catch up with me sometimes, you know? Like I don't really cry when I'm mad or sad. Uh, Paul and I've been together over five years. I think you seen me cry once when my two dogs had to be put down on the same day, and I'm pretty sure that's it. Like, I'm not a super emotional person, But every once in a while, a wedding will get to me this year. Now that, like, I haven't been to a wedding around other humans, I guess, (laughs) (laughs) I had this wedding last week, um, and they had a full 11-piece, just kick-ass, blew-the-budget band, um epically loud and awesome band out of New York City and they started immediately like as the guests were walking in so no cocktail hour it was just they kept everyone outside the doors and then they were like okay band go and the band just starts playing this like anthemic arcade fire song and they're all like singing like a choir and I was like sobbing I was like (laughs) live music and then all the guests come in and they're all like dancing like a bunch of crazy hippies with like their arms in the air and like swaying side to side and it was like the most beautiful like human moment and I'm just like, man, I was really a little bummed that uh COVID was over. <laughs> that sounds terrible, but like the down the downtime was kind of nice. And then all of a sudden I'm back and I'm like, oh right, this is why I do this job. Mm-hmm. And there have been a few moments like that where I'm just like, oh, right. Oh, yeah. There are beautiful things that still exist in this world. (laughs) It's just been such a like a crazy chaotic year that we forget like the good things that unite us, you know, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, right. Love. Oh, family. Family. Right. (laughs) Right on. Music, food, like all of these very basic human connectors are like all present at weddings. It's been really nice to kind of, like, get back in that groove.
2: Yeah, it, it has been nice. I agree. Just seeing people have fun and doing what, what it, we saw all the time, and then all of a sudden just got halted like that. And then it's it kind of, well, it didn't really dive back into it with me, but for the most part, with everyone else, it did. It just kind of dove back in.
1: It's like a celebration of humanity.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, Uh, like that's what we've been missing is the celebrating part of being human. And now we're it's the celebration of humanity. I don't know if you guys like the Matrix or not, but um, the second Matrix movie, uh, they were big into like having these like wild dance parties and all this kind of stuff as like part of the like theme of those movies of like the celebration of humanity. And I often think about that movie and that the idea of what they were trying to convey there. Um, just about like, you know, their Zion town or whatever it was, was celebrating, you know, this is the last human city. Or are like, well, now we're all back. Now we're all back and we can celebrate and we can dance and we can have these this music at these weddings and, and we can celebrate being human again, you know? Um, yeah. I don't know if that made sense, that reference, but it does <laughs> no, to me totally. in my head somehow.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Well, uh, listeners,
2: uh, I'm, I'm a... we have
1: an assortment of handpicked information that's relevant to you. But first, just in case you forgot your place in space and time, this is Wedding Photographers Unite, a by a quarterly <laughs> a quarterly wedding photography podcast for wedding photographers.
0: Bye. Bye. Hi, photographers. Photographers. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the show goes live roughly every other week, and while we're at it, please do leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. I don't even do that anymore. You don't need to do that anymore. We're a quarterly podcast, unless you like really want to, you know. Uh, <laughs> um, and then, yeah, join us in our Facebook group. Where is Neil, guys? Where is Neil right now? He's on a boat. Oh, boat. yeah, boat on a boat. <laughs> even though we said, "Hey, Neil, what day do we want to record?" Mm-hmm. I'm like oh let's do this this let's do this day and all of a sudden something better came along and i'm recording with his old friends on watching photography night so all of a sudden he got this opportunity to go sailing and i always had to go out there and sail and be on a boat Well, we know what's more important than neil being on a we boat we worked
3: so hard to pick a day that like we started scheduling this a month ago And started just throwing dates back and forth, back and forth. Mm -hmm. I said, everybody put it in your calendar. This is the one. And then this morning, see you all tonight. Ah, shit, I forgot. (laughs) Going on a sailboat.
1: (laughs) Mm, You know, if I had no doubt better, I would say he purposely planned that sailboat trip tonight.
3: I'd also (laughs) like to let the listeners know that it's 10.16 p.m., hmm It's mm-hmm. it's dark. Like what's come on, he could have made it back.
2: Yeah, he's probably just chilling on the boat with beer in yeah. hand. You know,
3: of yeah. course. <sighs> Guys, I had my first real F up.
1: Really? Like,
3: mm-hmm. Oh no. Yep. Yeah. So I've I've had situations like uh, I got food poisoning at a wedding once and was really, really sick. So I, okay, just for some perspective, I've been, I shot my first wedding in 2006. So hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of weddings. Um, I've had certain things, like I had a memory card fail once. You know, that's not my fault. I got food poisoning. I mean, maybe I could have picked a better restaurant to go to the night before. But, um you know, things like that, all things that, are understandable that sort of thing yep. i've never just straight up sure yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay so,
3: uh this is a little bit related to cameras sorry andy but uh yeah. so i have the new r5 for canon and as you know, when now with mirrorless cameras, as you look through your viewfinder, you can preview your images, right? So uh, the need to chimp is far less. Yes. Uh, Okay, so I have this wedding in Niagara Falls. A couple who lives down in North Carolina is having this lovely wedding there. And of course, the Niagara Falls is the backdrop for the portraits and
2: Uh oh. Uh oh. Niagara Falls, we got that.
1: Yeah, we lost Lindsay there for a second. Oh she's, boy. She's frozen.
2: She is. It's frozen in thought. If Not that anyone can view what we're seeing right now. So, what do you think she's saying? Well, I don't know where this is going.
1: I th- well, she I messed up something. It. Oh, oh wait, wait. She's back. She's back. I am? You were gone, you were gone that whole time. Yeah.
3: I can uh, hear you both that whole time. Oh.
1: <laughs> oh. All right. Well,. We last heard uh, the part where you said you were at Niagara Falls for the backdrop.
3: OK, and it was Memorial Day or Labor Day, whichever the one in May is. Mm. Uh, and so it's crazy. It's you know obviously a huge tourist destination. There's a bajillion people there. And so the church was around the corner from the falls and we had made a plan that I would ride with the wedding party to the falls. So, I go to my car, put put whatever stuff I didn't need away, grab whatever stuff I needed for the portraits, and walk back to the front of the church, and I see the limo pulling away. So, I'm like, crap. Uh, I text them and say, like, okay, I'll just meet you over there. But there's... There's no parking. There's like traffic jams in every direction. It's just crazy. And then they text me back and they say, oh, no, no, no. We're still at the church. The limo took some guests to the hotel and they're coming back for us. So I say, "Okay, I'm coming back. And then I get another message that says, no, we left again. So (laughs) basically, I'm just driving in circles all around Niagara Falls and finally decide that, okay, I'm going to have my assistant drop me off as close as she can get. And then she'll drive back, start covering cocktail hour because we had just lost so much time at this point and so now i'm in the niagara falls state park i'm looking for the wedding party i'm on the phone with the groom they're like in the total wrong area we're trying to meet up it's just chaos finally i catch up with them we get to the falls there's a million tourists that i'm trying to shuffle out of the way so that we can get a photo with the falls and it's just just total craziness so at some point uh in my packing up of things i grabbed a flash i threw it on my camera off shot a bunch of frames during the portraits because I didn't need the flash. I just wanted to have it on me in case I needed it at some point during that portrait session. But in all that shuffling around, um, the flash must have maybe like hit my hip or, or hit something and, and magically turned itself on. Um, I, from what I can tell, it happened like maybe while switching cameras because uh, mm-hmm. I was shooting with two. And when your flash is on, you don't see the preview in the eyepiece of what the image is gonna look like post flash. Really? So yeah. yeah. Uh, so in that, that situation, normally, you know, I, I would have chimped um and checked my exposure, but because I could see it in the eyepiece and it looked beautiful, and there's eight billion tourists and a giant bridal giant wedding party, I'm like just going, shoot, 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 shoot. And at some point, uh, so I did shoot a few photos with my second camera, but not many. Most of them were with, with the new R5. Um, and then we, we get the heck out of there cause it was chaos. And we go do a second round of photos in a different location, not at the falls, just like along the river. And I'm shooting, you know, the bride with each of her bridesmaids, the groom with each of the groomsmen. And at some point out of the corner of my eye, I just noticed like a flash. I'm like, what is that? Is my flash on. And so I don't think much of it. And well, wait. And I open up the viewfinder and sure enough, I've completely blown out the entire portrait session. Like white, just white. I'm scrolling back thinking like, Oh, maybe it's just these, these few photos we took here at the rabbits. No, it's everything since I had left the church. So family portraits on family portraits are fine. Everything with the wedding party, though, and the bride and groom in front of the Niagara Falls that they came from North Carolina to get photos in front of, is white, just white,
2: white. So backing up a bit, you don't have the in preview through the viewfinder every, not every time you take a picture, but.
0: Oh, so and now sorry, we turn I don't it think.
3: Off.
2: Sony, you can have a preview on. I wish they would do a half second and a one second preview. They don't. I've mentioned this to Sony. They still haven't done this. Not that I'm like some celebrity photographer, but picture in picture would be the best thing. I don't It's a software thing. No one has that that I know of.
1: Yeah, but in in Sony, when you're shooting Sony, you're looking through the viewfinder. You can either have um, like the flash. It's never going to show you what the flash is going to look like. Yes.
2: Yeah. No. you, You see the auto preview It's either on or it's off. It's on this. The lowest setting is two seconds. No one needs oh, you're say, five seconds. Oh, you're second
1: saying preview. auto preview, so like after yeah, you, you take shoot a picture, the image. After. yes, okay. you see it right in yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you can, but, okay. you can tap yes. the button
2: again to get rid of it. But that's kind of a, the pain, you know. Like yeah. even my little Leica has a one second option, which is nice. It's, it's there and it's out. And yeah, I will I show you we do option. a half a half second. Uh, you need.
1: I don't use that option, but I think what but what Lindsay's saying is, is when you're actually shooting. Um, you know, you don't know but no matter what, it's not gonna show you the preview of the flash because I haven't taken the flash. Um, well, if, it, right. but but it if you have on. But it does it guesstimate like like your exposure. Um, no, right?
3: It shows I mean, you the, after you take the photo. So it's not a preview, it's a post view. Um and I turn that off because it's annoying and it's not super accurate either, from right, what I've yeah. seen.
0: Uh-huh. Um
3: and so, and yeah, it's just annoying. And I didn't think I needed it, So, so your <laughs> um, flash. because I didn't know my flash was on. Yeah,
2: you're right. It's, <laughs> it's not a preview. It's a post view. Yeah, Sony has that. If, yeah.
1: Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, but your flash, though, what happens to be aimed at at the people you're shooting, right? I mean, it wasn't mm-hmm. intentionally aimed, aimed, but it would happen to be shooting in that direction. It. I
3: had my flash on the camera just in case i needed it for phil at some point because it's the middle of the day but i had it off so i had it on there as the couple was leaving the church uh right. because of the way the lighting was there in case i needed phil i had it just on the camera in case i needed it but it had been off the whole time and at yeah. some point it turned itself on um and so yeah those photos were completely blown out and then the question is okay we're already very late like cocktail hour is starting um we had run so far behind as it was and it's like do I tell them now and like ruin the rest of the day do I like and I I I had to say something so I just I walked up to the bride who she was who I was photographing at that moment and I said you know my my flash was on and I didn't realize it no need to panic the photos might be totally fine I just want to redo a few of the group photos just to be double sure we have them. And besides, it'll be nice to have some photos here with the Rapids too. No need to panic. The bridesmaid who's standing next to her goes, you just told the wrong person not to panic. That's <laughs> like, oh. great. <laughs> but it was fine. So uh, I just as fast as humanly possible did all the guys together, all the girls together, um, a full group photo and each of those individual photos, Um, a few of the bride and groom again, uh, and, and just felt like I was going to vomit for the entire rest of the day. Uh, so I took the photos home and it's crazy because these insanely large R5 files, they look okay in black and white. I'm completely shocked. Like there's enough information there. There's some highlights that are like just a touch blown, but if you pull up the whites, it it looks okay. Yeah. Um, And so, what I'm gonna do is just offer them an album.
1: Oh, we lost.
2: She's offering an album on her, most likely, because I'm gonna guess that maybe 50 percent at best is usable and only in black and white.
1: Yeah, I was about to say that, too. Yeah, yeah.
2: If, she, if she's hearing this, she might be like, yep, yep, that's exactly what I did.
1: And 50%, see
2: you again, 50% is probably generous. Oh, there she is. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
3: I was saying I'm going to give them a free album.
1: Yeah. Um, yes, that's what I would do, something along those lines as well.
3: Absolutely care about it. Yeah. I mean, the memories are there. The don't know, but the... It's total garbage. Mm. I was able to pull out as much information as I was from the black and whites, though. Pretty impressive. Um, Yeah,
1: we were losing you a little bit there, but I think um, you were saying that some of the black and whites were recoverable, and you could see them as, you know, there was enough information to use them as black and whites for some of them, basically. Uh, (laughs) hmm. The connection. connection. Lindsay's connection is... uh, (laughs)
0: Well, I, so
2: well, well, let me, right let now. me, I can relate in a similar sense. Sometimes, Andy, you might can do this. You might have been guilty of this where you're, you're in the church or somewhere you shoot silent. You take a look and you go, oh, it's good. I don't see any banding. But then later on, you realize, oh, my God, it's stripes everywhere because you were trying to be stealth and not shoot with the with the click of a shutter on silent. But the LED lights or whatever they were doing is causing those lines. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, those lines can be like insane or just subtle but the subtle is hard to see on the screen and it's hard to see in the viewfinder and when you when on a big screen though you notice it and in thumbnails you certainly notice it and you're like shit and I did a whole prep once shooting silent not chimping or checking at all and all that had to be scratched. Lucky was just prep was a little girl but I had some really cute stuff with the little girl the flower girl and I I had to trash it. I didn't say anything but you know, even recently at churches, I still do that, and I, I'm, I'm like, I'm not doing it anymore because churches are all weird lights, and they're gonna they're gonna flicker, and it's gonna cause that stripe. So I'm just yeah. shooting with the click.
1: Yeah, I don't do that. I don't I don't use the that that silent mode silent. because it's not as good on the A7III, and it's it, it's a lot better on the A9. It's more reliable. From oh, 90%. it has that
2: double. Yeah, it has a double something or other stacking thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: Um, but that reminds me that I did have my first two weddings this year. I had a little issue myself, um, nothing crazy, but just like I don't really—you guys know—I don't take care of my gear very well. I use them like tools. Yeah, I throw, you know I throw them around. I don't use—I don't use lens caps. I don't use anything. I just—I just let it jiggle around in the back of my car, you know. Um, that caused me a little of a bit of a problem. This these first two uh, weddings I had this year because my 35 Sony 1.4. Uh, I was noticing kind of like I was like, sometimes these images are really not in focus, Mm. but sometimes they are. So I'm like, ah, that's interesting. (laughs) I'm like, why is this sometimes looking good and sometimes not? Um, Well, it took me to get to editing the first those first two weddings before I realized anything I shot on that 35 1.4, which is one of my main lenses throughout a wedding day but anything that i shot on that 3514 um at under 2.5 was soft and just oh. un- unusable once you got down to one four you couldn't even tell what was in focus and blah blah, blah. and i'm often shooting at that lens at one four because that lens is incredibly sharp at one four when you don't mess it up and it's actually a good copy but after it takes a few falls and you don't really do anything <laughs> about it and, you, and you're, tr- you're try uh you try and slam the lens onto the onto the camera because uh you know because there's there's a little waviness in the actual attachment that attaches the camera, but you still try and force it on anyway, and it's hard to kind of turn because it's- it's taken a few falls we still try and use it anyway. It turns out that that actually does something to the internal lens elements that makes it unfocusable <laughs> at on when you're shooting that under two point five so um so I had a lot of unusable images from those first two weddings because with that lens because. From I've You've always heard me say on this podcast, when I'm shooting with the Sony and the mirrorless and I'm shooting at 1.4, I know that it's always in focus. I don't even think about it. It shows mm-hmm. me a little green dot. I shoot it. It's in focus. I'm good to go. So that's I was going under that impression for those first two audience. Unfortunately, that impression was inaccurate because I treat my gear like shit. So, um, so I did have quite a few uh, um, series of images in different places that were like, I could always fake my way out of it. I was always, you know, like I had enough images that I shot at f 25 five or higher, for example, um, that I could get my way out of it. But I did lose some like potentially like, like really like the top shots of weddings because of that. And I was just so bummed when I noticed that. And I, cause I kind of noticed it, but I kind of did not And I was like, what's going on here. Um, but I didn't really fully realize it until I got back to editing that the lens was actually screwed up that bad. So um, nothing serious happened. I was able to get through every section of the wedding as I shot them, even the weddings I shot by myself, um, without a second. Um, but, uh, and in some, and I think in the case of that second wedding, it's a damn good thing. I did have my second with me because there would have been more unusable images or I would have not been able to got through every section of it in my second. Um, but I was able to work through that, that. Everything looked good on the wedding. There was not anything missing or anything like that. It's just, there were like a few, key shots that were like a like a dad hugging the, the his daughter you know what i mean where i got some shots of it that were okay but the ones that i was shooting at one four were unusable you know mm. and those were like those were like the key shots too so there's like a few little things that it, that really was unfortunate so anyway rather than call sony and probably have them take five weeks of my lens i was like oh i'll just buy a new lens so i dropped a grand and another one on amazon and <laughs> and then i don't know what to do with the old one you know maybe i'll try and get it fixed
2: Right? Yeah, probably. And then sell it. That's what I sell I'm it thinking. as is. sell it as is. Maybe you know, talk to Sony and say, Hey, average price is two hundred bucks to get it fixed or whatever and then-
1: yeah, you know anybody listening so, to this podcast that wants a Sony Zeiss 35 millimeter 1.4 4 lens, message me on Facebook. I, it's I, in it's in perfect, excellent condition. No, 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 no. I'm just kidding. It's it's a piece of shit that's all kind of screwed up. But you could probably re- give it, send it back to Sony and repair it, and you probably have yourself a nice lens because that lens, when it's when it's working, is amazing.
2: Well, it might um, have to go to, back to so. Zeiss which would be right probably not yeah cheap.
1: yeah right exactly yeah so
2: i don't want you to get the 1-8. The 181 is fantastic it's so lightweight it's like i'm just looking right now 700 bucks
1: because i like the one four. i like i like shooting the shit out of that thing at one one at it's yeah, so I'm, sharp it's so I, good
2: i dare you to see the difference challenge you i don't think you would if you shot the same thing one versus the other like i i, I used to think the same thing that i did like test i'm like yeah, I'm not. I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing a difference here. I'm gonna not only. It's more. It's more the the lightweight and and the, the health compact that lens is and the 1A I, is So I nice. I feel
1: you on that to some regard, yeah. where um I was carrying around the, this big 16 millimeter um uh what was it the art series lenses? Uh, uh, oh
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know this. The, the, the Samsung. No, the freaking Sigma. Sigma. S-
1: Sigma Art. 16 millimeter or 14 millimeter like one eight it's, right. it's like a fixed lens i don't know if it's 14 or 16 or whatever but it's this big freaking thing that i carry around with to me with all these weddings you know what i use it for five shots a wedding you know to get the, to get those wide angle shots i bought a 150 aps-c lens that's like you know sp- supposedly like 14 that like zooms into 20 or something right. like that it's whatever it's great it's this little pancake thing, um, and I just and I keep it in my back pocket when I want when I want to get wide-angle shots. Now I have to I'm gonna have to crop in later, but it's like the lightest thing. It saves a lot of weight in the camera bag throughout the whole wedding day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely see what you're saying um, about that. You know, like about the lightweight. If if you're practicality, getting- yeah, yeah.
2: On, on a on a side note, I don't carry a macro lens anymore. I carry these little uh, step-up rings, whatever you call it. The, the That's ones. That's what that I bring. do too. Yeah, I do the same I put I on the, the 85. Thing. Yes. Works great. Yep. I, I put that am shooting? Thing. Rings. One shot. I don't need it. Yes. Exactly. I had a macro for a while. I used it here and there. Eyelashes, all that bullshit. And I'm like, I, this is ridiculous to carry a lens that's taking up a big space, heavy, and expensive. I, got,
1: I don't need this. That's, a, this. that's exactly what I do. I carry yeah. those little rings. I throw this 85 1.8 on there. And then, and that's yep. what I use for my ring shots. Awesome.
2: Same 85. Yep. Um, I agree. Uh, I couldn't agree with you more. I'm trying to get a the weight lighter. On we this can make these better. bags
1: the better, man. When we're when we're running around all, all day, you know what I mean. Like the lighter we can make them, the
2: better. Yeah, uh, yeah. In fact, I don't have that. I bought the Sigma uh, 135 1. 1.8. Right? Am I saying this right?
1: Big heavy lens, but it's big heavy. Bad. Lens. 85 millimeters in a front big. glass.
2: Who the hell has any filters of that size? And. It was cool. And I know exactly what lenses I, I – you can be in a construction site and, the, and you're shooting, you know, like a, a headshot, let's say, that, that close on someone. That's completely out of focus. doesn't matter what it is. It's so yes. out of focus. However, man, was that thing, like, limiting mm-hmm. and heavy. So I was like, uh, when, the, when Tamron announced their 70 to, to 180 and it was less weight, way less money, a range – and uh, i just found myself not using that i I popped that lens out the 35 the 135 because i felt guilty and i used it here and there but i never walked around i and also it's hard to shoot a couple with it because they got to be on the same plane otherwise they're both out of
1: focus i shoot that lens all the time all the time it's like it's my go-to lens all right right, whenever whenever i can because of that effect that you were talking about was 35 1.8 all those headshots yeah uh that I do, like whenever I do commercial headshots, like uh, with Spectrum News Buffalo, Lindsay, always that one thirty-five, one eight. Yeah. Um, you know, because uh, it, I, just, it just. I do If I do headshots, out. I'm
2: mostly I'm mostly in studio. I don't I don't need that. So um, I, I, for wedding purposes, I didn't see me using it much at all as as uh as I wanted to or hoped that was. But anyway.
1: But that's what I use instead this of my. Ahead,
3: this might be a this might be a dumb question, but is there a reason why uh why you wouldn't shoot an 85 macro as your portrait lens as opposed to just the straight up 85? They don't make an 85 macro.
1: And if they did, oh, it's usually going to be a 2.8. It's, mm. it's not going to be. Uh, you want to like go a,
3: lower than that?
1: Yeah. If you want to go lower, if you don't want to go lower, and all you want is like a two eight, then usually that option is around. Like like um, I know in uh, Nikon's world I had a 105 28 macro Yeah I had that one um, but um
2: which is which shooting rings though by the way uh, I found myself shooting like around a 5 6 anyway maybe even an 8 if not 11 because I don't I don't need a prong in focus and then not the diamond or the the diamonds around the halo and everything I was like hey let's stop being artsy here the bride wants to see the ring all in focus, all the diamonds. If you look at any product photography at that level, the whole damn thing's in focus. It's not going to be artsy like that. We're just For me, diamond.
1: When, I do what my, when I do my ring shots with the bride and groom, the, the only thing that's in focus is the diamond. And I try and edge up the guy's ring so that it's like on the same plane as ah. the diamond. Because we don't really care about the band of the – Unless she's got diamonds on that or whatever, but like, I just want the diamond in focus with his band, so then I can have all that blurry shit going on. In <laughs> I know the it back. looks
2: cool. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm just preventing. I'm, I'm just preventing it, Brian being like, um, "Yeah, the one shot's good, but it's all out of focus." I mean, yeah. So I just, I just, I shoot both, and I just look at it and go, "Yeah, you know, the five six is, is a little better. The background's out of focus enough." Yep. And then, um, you know, I'm not going to mention my second statement. I will wait till I get it. Until I get it.
1: Getting something. I got something yes. in the mail today. So Lindsay excited. is playing with gear over there too. What are you playing with? You're trying to you're looking at this macro situation?
3: I don't know what she's In doing. my it's hand a is a Canon eighty five millimeter macro lens. It doesn't say what the aperture is anywhere on this lens.
1: Well if you put it on your camera and stop down Yeah, uh, I
3: don't have a camera here but I happen to have my lens back. Uh,
1: it doesn't yeah, say yeah, in the so stop like, stop the, the outside No,
3: it doesn't say anywhere course. on it. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen me studying it's, it's, this for the last it's, couple of minutes.
1: Probably two eight. It's probably 2-8. It's probably 2-8. Probably. Yeah, probably.
3: Probably. I wanted to say 2-0, but yeah. I was just I curious.
1: Because it kills
3: two birds with one stone for me. Go ahead.
1: It's a piece of gear. You, you mean, got, you got something? Got yeah, it came in the mail
3: today.
2: A uh, new uh, holster strap thing? For your camera? Oh. I don't know.
1: I got a Godox AD 400.
2: Oh, cool, cool.
1: Yeah, it's it's the middle stepchild. Yeah, the a 600 and the a 200, which is yeah. the 8200 8, is the one that I have been using. Those are those are those are awesome weddings, but now this one's just got a little more power, a little more stuff to it. You know, because I have these, because I have, I need a backup. I've got like these headshot sessions coming up in Rochester, and I'm like, oh, I should have a backup because my normal assistant can't be with me and usually had the Godox flashes as a backup, but ah. he can't be there. So I'm like, ah, oh, I should probably have a backup. So now that's, now I got the bigger backup, you know. Well, I'll, uh... What
3: were you using before?
1: The AD200. AD200. AD, Godox, yeah. yep. And now I have the AD400 um, as well.
2: When people first start talking about that, I'm like, are you talking about a lens or a light? You're saying 80, like the.
1: Yeah, no, AD Number oh. 80 or yeah. 200,
2: yeah, thinking it's a lens. I'm like, what 80, the hell? Like, Please 80, talk to me like a child right now. I have no idea where you're going. Yeah. Um, yeah. So listen, before I forget. So on the thread on our on our our WPU uh, Facebook page there. So oh, Ash, yeah. I mean, I just where, where, where is she? Ash Jean asked a question. She had a bunch of images. Some of them are sideways. Fine. That's easy to flip. But a couple of like g- green, like the Hulk <laughs> threw up all over th- everything. And then the little purple. Fine. But they're like uh-huh. ridiculously green. And she said, hey, how does this oh, no. happen? And I, I asked her if she, um, how she formats her card. And she said, always in camera. Let me tell you a story. So <laughs> I'll get as quick as I can with it. So for years, I was just formatting in cards and camera and be done with it. And I had a card go corrupt. So I was shooting JPEG backup. I said, fine, it's only in church. It was my second body. Um, it, it it wasn't that much on there anyway, and I had all the JPEGs. So I'm like, whatever. So I took the card, sent it back to Lexar, and they gave me a new one. And they said, do you want the files? And I'm like, yeah, sure. They're like, well, it'll be longer if you want the files. We won't charge you for it. it only you charge for Rush. I'm like, that's okay. They sent me back a DVDs, multiple DVDs. And I've I've formatted this card 20 plus times, maybe 50 times over the past two years. I've had it, whatever how many times. And I had wedding raw files from weddings I shot a year prior on this card. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. I formatted this card multiple times from zero. Have, whatever it's 16, 32 gig, I don't know what it was, maybe it's 32, let's say. Um So I called him up and I said, how is this possible? How can I have full raw files, full weddings, hundreds of images? I stopped looking at the DVDs. I didn't care anymore of files from weddings a year prior on a card I formatted multiple times. And uh, first thing she says to me was, do you delete in camera? I say, yeah. She's like, don't do that. And she's like, stop doing that. hundred percent. Don't ever do it again. It's not good for the card. It never really deletes that image. It just causes some problems in there. This is why the card failed. Now, on a side note, not doing that anymore allowed me such freedom to just not go and look and chimp and delete and look and delete and delete and then accidentally delete something I didn't want to. I just, I'll just i do it later. That's fine. I don't care if I'm doing nothing for a half hour. All good. Very refreshing to think that way. But more importantly, she said, um, use the software that Lexar um, gave you to plug every now and then, every few months, let's say, plug your card into your computer run the Lexar software and format the card that way. And I've been doing it ever since and never had a card problem since. And it just, it, that does a proper formatting, a proper cleaning of the card, proper formatting and all that. She so said, the, the ones you do in camera, just like brush it clean, like as if you're taking your shirt and going, okay, that's just, it's clean. It's, it's, not, it's not 100% clean. Used, and it could work for SanDisk and all that. You use the, the software the card came with you can download it for free, and uh, I've never, I haven't had a card fail since then. It was at least five years ago. And so, Jimmy, so that is that fail. yes?
3: Is that just deleting an individual photo, or is that using the camera itself to format the entire card? Deleted
2: well, I, you, she said to me, you could still certainly format. No, she said, she said, don't ever delete in camera. Just don't do it. Just let it be. You shot the You're picture.
1: He's saying don't delete individual images yes. in camera right. because. Yeah. Cause then that, cause it's, worse. it's all, yeah. yeah, it can sure. corrupt the
3: whole card. But you can format in you camera.
2: Can, she said, certainly format in camera is okay. what to do, but yeah, every, that's what every, I, every few months, let's say like every, every, maybe during the wedding season, maybe twice a season, I'll just, just stack all my cards and then just plug them in and go, then the format takes a few minutes, whatever watching TV in the background and, uh, and you're good to go. She's like, you don't have to do it every time, of course, but you know, a couple times a year at the, at the least is a good idea. To use that software yep
3: and so, to the Ash, person who Ash wrote in so, yeah i don't know if that lead
2: camera that maybe that was i mean it could have been so many different things who knows could have been a camera could have been the card itself who knows but i'm just passing along the information these cards company gave me and i'm just passing it along because it was good advice and the best thing she said to me was the whole deleting thing because I, I tell you I was, I was a new man at a wedding where i just wouldn't go back and edit in camera <laughs> it was so so relaxing just to be like i'm gonna do it later anyway so what's the point really
3: but throw that card out
2: uh yeah yeah but the, the fact that i had images from from a year prior and on raw files on a card i formatted how, where is this information going i don't get it i don't get it it's ones it and zeros like piled that? up
3: did it seem like there were files that you had probably deleted in camera? Or were they random?
2: That's a question i never entertained. Maybe. But no, I don't think so. Because I remember seeing one disc had like 800-something photos on it. Or however many. Yeah. It was full. Like a full DVD, rather. Like there was about, say, six, eight DVDs in this package they gave me. So no, it couldn't. Because I would never delete that many images on at any given point in a card. Even though I had it that long. It's just not much time to go through all that. So,
1: right.
2: um, maybe somewhere, you know? Hmm. That's crazy.
1: I just got the best email in the world from the father of the groom from oh. the previous wedding. Oh my God, it's so nice.
2: But I love those read autofocus it. Shots, shots. Is it, it okay, the, if, I, the, is it okay if I read it?
3: Yeah.
1: Um, he says, I'm, I'm so, dude, I'm so lucky to do what I do. Like, seriously, dude, and I actually got. They get one of the best tips I've ever gotten my life from this wedding. Um, it was just a really. It was a wedding. I just posted Lindsay. They were they were just super nice, yeah. and amazing people. Um, and the dude said blah blah blah. I just want to thank you for the tremendous job at the wedding. It was exceptionally nice to. It was exceptionally nice event to which you notably contributed. I would learned something new. The key, and this is just from the father of the groom. The key to being a good photographer lies heavily in human character and insightfulness. Understanding the human dynamic and contributing to bringing out its best is its secret sauce. Like any good coach on a mission to win, there is only so much time to call the right plays. And the calls need to be done by inspiring and directing, not mandating the star players. You are excellent at that. Keep up the great mojo, the frequent smiles, the thumbs up, the shoulder shimmies while moving across the dance floor, and the laughter. (laughs) It's your secret sauce. Definitely why your pictures come out way better than the same $5,000 camera in other hands. Thanks huh. again, Greg, father of the groom. That's so wow. freaking cool, man.
2: Holy that, shit. That is, that, yeah. Yeah, no kidding. I, I've never had anything that good either. I've had that's like, oh, you're so the best, whatever. That's man. But that's cool, man. fantastic, man. Talk you should...
1: about like the emotion stuff. Lindsay, I'm like feeling a little bit from that. Like that's so freaking cool <laughs> that, he would, that he would take the time to write that. That's amazing. That yeah, was an amazing only, review. Like,
3: yeah not only does he get it but he articulated it so beautifully yes send him a link to copy paste that shit into right. google yeah. reviews immediately yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think,
1: yeah, yeah, I that's right <laughs> thank you so much greg can you please post this on google reviews <laughs>
3: can you please do more for me now <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i'm
1: not done taking from you greg <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: I know already you think I'm money a for really sweet guy. You gave me a nice tip and a nice review, but now I want a little bit more.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: I was oh, so true, That's so beautiful. Like that—that's everything. Like that comfort level that people have around you and what you bring out in in your clients. Like that is so underestimated when people are. Shopping for photographers, that's the number one thing. I, like, I tell someone who's my friend who I'm not going to be photographing their wedding, you know, I say, pick the person who you feel yourself around, who who brings out the best in you. Like, yeah. pick that in a partner, and also pick that in friends, and pick that in your photographer, you Yeah.
2: Know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Beautiful. You're right. We're, you know, like, we talked about this a couple years ago where uh, someone wrote in, like, you know, I like wedding photography. I'm a little shy. I don't know this and that. And I was the first person to be like, "Hey, you know what? This might not be for you. Uh, it's a lot of pressure. Like Lindsay, you had that's a lot of pressure right there. Like in panic mode when everything you just shot was unusable. And
1: Which, by the way, can happen to anyone, any time, anybody. Anytime. Cards anybody can fail anytime. Doesn't matter how many years, even if you've been photographing weddings nope. since 2006. You know, like any te- – one of these technical things can happen to any one of us at any time, and it's – sometimes it just happens. You, we can only yep. do the best that we can in that provider situation. I didn't know my lens was a piece of shit shooting that <laughs> F1. was <laughs> <4. laughs>
2: well, more than that. It's also – like you said, it's it's handling the day. It's being uh, on point 100%. It's knowing how to handle a situation where you de- – that- Gets thrown some uh, a wrench in the system or the machine. You got to know how to handle this. You got to know how to be with a people person and you can't fake it. You can't yeah, be that, shy. And you can't be quiet. No matter, I don't care how great a photographer you are doing something else or how, um, how much equipment you have. Like you just said, like that, that was a great comment. He said about the $5,000 camera and someone else's yes, hand.
1: Yeah. I, I'm, I was just about to say like the thing that really impresses me is that he noticed, you know, and that he noticed like that. He said, um, uh, what did he say? Uh, it was well, making those making key plays in uh, in tight situations or whatever related it right. to like coach. That's exactly what it is. You're Like you have to make these decisions in these split seconds. That's so and, and you know what was interesting about this wedding too is like I like so it was on private property, and I had no clue where I was gonna shoot the family photos and wedding party because the light was just. In the worst place against the street... In like the exact wrong place. Like they, these people would think I was crazy if I followed the light to, to shoot the shot to get the best light on the on people. They literally would have th- I th- they would have thought that I was insane. Like for like putting them because I because I didn't even know where I was going to put them. It, either I put them in good light and then they're like lopsided going down this hill, oh. or I put them over here and then they're going to have this shitty ass background of cars in the background. But why we have this beautiful nice property? Why would he put us with the cars in the back? Do You know what I mean? Like so like so. But then. It just happened to be that we like walked through the other side of the house, and there was like this cocktail hour. And we're, like, oh shit, um, we can do them right here. The sun just moved at this last specific space. But it, but sometimes, I, but like the groom asked me before the ceremony, like, so like, hey, do you know we're gonna do? Wedding party photos. And I'm like, oh yeah, you know, we'll figure it out. <laughs> and I it in my head, I was freaking out about because I didn't know. And, but it just it ended up working out that on the front of the house, at that split second. When I, I was like, there was just enough room to fit everybody in, in the shade and have it look clean and neutral and, and all that. Um, but that's something that, dude, I would have never my second year or third year doing this. You know, I, the, I, these, those photos would have been terrible, but, yeah. you, but you have to be in the flow of things in order to make those quick decisions. And I'm just saying like, it's impressive that he, this guy even kind of said it the way that he did, um, you know, did even notice like that. So that's a, uh, I don't know. It
2: was it's cool. Oh, you know, speaking of weddings, you just said that from years ago. A groom contacted me from a wedding I shot, I think in '03, which was my first year doing it, but it might have been '04. And I was shooting. I was doing some. Uh, I had a one of those digital infrareds. You know, you convert the the little point and shoot camera to infrared. Playing with that little thing here and there. I was shooting with a Holga camera uh and could and then and then getting that transferred the digital files there but the rest of the thing was like a fuji s3 <laughs> noticed which i used to love that camera and then like a uh nikon d70 and then whatever so look at these pictures though looking back at pulling up the jpegs naturally the raw files so long gone and uh re-editing this for him to post so he can make an album and then just order some more stuff I, i'm looking i'm like holy crap how the hell did I get hired after this? I think I had like ten or twelve pictures of the bride and groom. That's it in portraits. Now I'm like two hundred plus and variety all over the place. And it was Manhattan. It was in a nice place. And just everything's all like so saturated. And I'm like, oh, I had to re-edit every single photo. No way I would have let that go. And I got hired again. I got hired a lot. I guess that was just <laughs> the look of digital files. I don't know. I don't. I looked at it like this is horrific. Something's like way too close. I deleted a lot. this. I'm like I can't let that go again. This is this is horrible. I'm like, Ugh. I mean, we they, look liked back and they liked you. They like me, you know. <laughs> Enough to ask back for those images again. Yeah, I
3: mean, and uh, they preserve the memories. You know, like we're obviously our own worst critic in right. the styles change. Like I have the same thing. Like I have a client I've photographed eleven times now, and I have all of their photos in the same shootproof gallery all 11 sessions are all up there from her bachelorette engagement photos, wedding photos, maternity, like all of that stuff over the years. And when I.
2: And when she looks back at them, she says, man, yeah. I suck back then.
0: Oh, Oh, my God.
2: We, we you hear we, we, we <laughs> we now. you. Yep, yeah, you're back.
3: Oh man. <laughs> yeah. So every time I upload new photos for them, I see the oldest of the old ones and it's embarrassing, but you know what? Expire, what expired. They're still using me. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't, you
2: Lindsay, I'm going to guess you, you found your style 2008, maybe 2000 by 2010, right? You like that's, you're still proud of your, I'm going to guess you're very proud of stuff from 2010 and on. But maybe Mm -hmm. questionable from earlier 2010.
3: Interesting question because
2: you started soon after me, but I don't really, I don't do much in, I didn't do much in 04, 03, 05. I was up and running.
3: Yeah. So recently, I, I had a COVID goal of getting a new website done. That didn't happen. But uh, I did start going through the photos, and I was thinking actually, Andy, about you, and you were talking about going through your portfolio and dresses that were out of style that you didn't realize and that sort of thing. Mm, And there are just certain images that I consider just staples in my portfolio that just like have always been there. And that's fine. I say
2: keep them. Yeah. I have the same. Yeah, yeah.
3: but I was it's, thinking that, like, how far back is just too far? And are some images just classic, and they just need to re-edit? And are some images just like clearly old? You know, I, I think if an it's interesting
2: exploration. I think if it's a location that you don't have again, then okay. And if it's like just one of those classic, you know, I I follow Two Man um, Studios a lot, and they have they still will. They're fantastic. And they still will like do uh, a post from a photo that's five years ago or that that's used over and over again, but it's like an amazing, amazing photo. And I'm thinking, yeah, why not? You know, and it's it's a it's a ten out of ten. So why wouldn't you use it? Not all the time, but of course, bring it back, circle it back again. So I think it's perfectly fine to keep your top favorites, no matter how much you like them, um, to be on there. And then, uh. Yeah, the ones you're like, eh, and it's old, then probably let it go.
3: Yeah, there's enough that I have that's current, that's mm-hmm. like you know similar. That I don't think the old stuff needs to still be there. But there's a few that I just can't let go of. <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna hang on. <laughs> I did
2: that uh, website thing a, few, a couple years ago from Word to WordPress, and ooh, that was a job and a half, man. It was a at least a month solid of like almost every day working, Gotta kind of start yeah. from scratch. Yeah, it's huge. It wasn't fun. But imagine now I know what I'm doing now. I'm good. I'm I'm all good. But that hurdle was was really hard.
3: Well, and especially uh, honestly, when like, you're busy and you have like hundreds of shoots to choose from and you're going back through so yeah, much work. Like back, even yeah. setting aside a lot of stuff in recent years for website consideration, it's still a ton of material.
2: Yeah. And just putting it all together, just building everything, you know, just how things move in and roll over and mouse over here and transitions and what where to go you know you click here then what what kind of, yeah. what kind of look is it going to do
3: yeah and the like the experience of the user like making it intuitive and simple and easy to use yeah. and also have like the right stuff for seo and you know like all the things it's, oh, i it's, know it's a, uh, it's I a <laughs> that's yeah. a whole we can do a whole show about websites
1: <laughs> i think we have before we have
2: yeah because neil went through the same thing <laughs> and i, I think you'll yeah. never going through it at the same time i think i Just wrapped it up before him. I forget.
3: Mm, uh, Yeah, you guys did uh, website reviews at one point, too. We did that. Yeah, I like that one. That was I like we should do that again.
2: And he's like, no, (laughs) Lindsay, you and I will do
3: it. Maybe in our 2026 episode. Yeah, yeah,
2: I was
1: going to say, if you want to use that for our third (laughs) quarterly episode of this year, we can do it. You know, Uh, it's just. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Gonna be a busy year. This is going to be a busy year, man, because it's all on now, everything like that. Oh my god, my I'm um, I, I look forward to, and also I'm very afraid for the fall just with the amount I'm,
2: of yeah, I'm still getting booked kind of last
1: minute. Yeah, so I already yeah. have there's a, not well, now exactly because now everybody knows everything's okay. Now people are coming out of the woodwork for 2021, and I'm like. Yeah, I'm not even checking with any of my friend, of my photographer friends. I'm just going to send you a long list and good luck because, <laughs> you know, I, most everybody, you know, is booked at this point. Unless you're on like a Sunday, you know. Yeah,
2: uh, I, I already did uh, a triple uh, postponements so for this year. I'm yeah, still 2021. There's
3: still yeah, gonna, yeah. this year. Uh, <laughs> I'll t- I will just keep taking them because more people cancel.
1: Yeah. It's like a little delayed and it's cutting in and out a little yeah. bit, but kind yeah, of...
2: I, you, I, let me ask you this and then we can, maybe, uh, <laughs> we can wrap this up. So yeah. I, I, my policy during COVID the whole thing was uh, you laid down a deposit, which I'm, which I commanded. They said, fine. And they had to postpone. Now I didn't charge anything more I didn't mention next year's rates. Just moving it over. And everyone was like, thank you so much. I have so many other vendors are like saying that it's going to be a fee. There's going to be additional this and that or new rates. And I'm like, nope, I didn't do it. So one couple postponed once, twice, three times. Now they're looking to a fourth for 2023. And I said to them, I said, I don't even know if my videographer is going to be in this town anymore than A. So let's just scratch that. But then... I said to her, I said, I, I don't we gotta talk sometime next year about twenty three because I can't offer you this the same rate and the same package. I forgot what I said exactly, but the same package for a fourth cancellation postponement to not even next year, but the year after. So I think I'm fair in that, right?
1: Um Yes, it depends on what did you have did you put a blurb in your contract about what your policy was?
2: Uh, no? probably not. No, she's probably signed this contract in 19 for 20. Okay,
1: well, well then if I'm you not. were, well then, okay. So, I mean, if you basically, you yourself said you can reschedule and reschedule and went beyond what the original contract said anyway, then maybe that's about right. Um, yeah. if you, if I mean, you she's not asking way, for any you know? money
2: back, no, she's not getting that, but,
1: but um, I guess, I guess on the, on the most recent one that she rescheduled, uh, did she reschedule because state laws, Told no, no. Nope, okay, nope, so that's what I'm. Personal. So that's what I mean. It's yeah.
2: personal. Her best, best man. The best man is sick, and they have to take care of him. I don't. I don't know. But it, it, this is like four years in the making now, right.
1: so, so, so I don't think it's going to happen. I, yeah, I basically would say at that point, um, you know, I've rescheduled. Blah blah blah. I've lost a couple of dates um, because this one isn't related to COVID. A COVID reschedule. Um, I would need to take a new deposit or something. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if that's what you said, but
2: or just deposit is the same, but the new pa- the package rates is now this. But all right, I just want to
1: confirm that. Well, would you do something similar, Lindsay?
3: Can you hear me? Yes,
1: <laughs> we can now.
3: Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah. So in my reschedule addendum I have like an an updated policy for if they are to reschedule again and again and again which seems to be happening you know I'm on round three or four with some people now Mm -hmm. so um, I have in my reschedule addendum that they need to um, that dates in future years are subject to that current year's rate and also an additional retainer fear retainer fee Uh, so yeah, so they owe significantly more when moving to one of those next year's dates. If they just pick like a date that's a few months later that I still have open, whatever, I'll move it. That's fine. Um, but I can't keep going like year after year after year at the same rate and not getting new money for those dates. So, and even if they pick an off season date, that's fine, but I don't write that in the contract. I just say within the same calendar year, you can reschedule subject To availability at no additional charge, if you're moving to a future year, um, you're subject to that year's current rate and an additional retainer fee.
2: So not fiscal year, current year. Um,
3: fiscal year, not calendar year. So not like the, a February to February system, but,
2: but a fiscal the year, like 2020
3: October season or the 2021 season. So That's let's say something. it's,
2: it's, let's say it's July. I need to add this to my contract. So let's say it's, uh, July for an October wedding and then they go, Oh my God, whatever Whoa. happens. What? what, what?
1: Oh okay. Okay, thank God. I just right. I, thought, I thought that this I was missing the recording thing oh. in the upper hands. No, it's still good. <laughs> I was still doing. I was like, It's right, cuz so I'm on July and I was like, "Oh, how long is this not going to happen for?"
2: It's July and they, they're going to they have to reschedule for whatever reason. Not out of your control. It doesn't matter. And the wedding's in October and they're moving it to March.
3: March, I'd be flexible with because I okay, don't usually
2: put in March. June. But
3: if they say June, no. No. All right. No. So additional retainer.
2: So it. So don't put in fiscal year because that's not a fiscal year. That's not to the next nope. October. calendar year. Calendar year. Copy yeah. that. I will make that.
3: Note. And again, like if they pick a Sunday or if they, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so of course you're I'm flexible, flexible I get it. with it and understanding, but. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I have to take a Saturday in July and I'll get out
2: of here. I have two <laughs> packages I sent out that the price range isn't much different. I think it's like a few hundred bucks from one to the other, but you know, for next year, I'm like, eh, like I said, it's a March to Friday or to Sunday. I'll send them this year's rates. I'm fine with that. I don't want to push anything. I'll take the job. Um, but if it's looking for like, you know, peak season on a Saturday and it's next year. Yeah. I'm going to throw, it's about time I raise my rates. I haven't done that in a while. So there's yeah. that new package. That's my story. I'm sticking with it.
1: Cool. Oh, yep. So, I think it's time to wrap up this quarterly. I think episode. it
2: is. People. Agreed. Podcast <laughs> new toy, new toy.
1: So we the did one. Over. We did one episode. When was it? March. Uh, was it March?
2: No. Oh, mm-hmm. Was it? hmm Yeah, probably. Right.
1: So, so we're right on track, kind of, for our second <laughs> quarterly. So. So then, July, August, September. So like in September, no, we'll, we'll see. will we'll see you then.
2: Now here's what we'll do. We'll do another podcast after a, after you and I, Andy, do that job. Mm, okay. maybe, yeah. maybe a week or so after when we look yep. at images and stuff. Okay, yeah, we'll do that.
3: A, I just, I good. think you guys. Should...
2: Like, I don't know if she, if she said just think, that we should hold that hands and hug. Time, yeah,
1: exactly. We, we can hold hands right. and frolic
2: throughout the yes. <laughs> throughout the wedding. Yay! <laughs> yes
1: guys in glasses <laughs> hanging out
2: That's it. That's it. Just, just selfies of our heads from above
1: <laughs> maybe yeah dude we should do a selfie with just the top half of our like above <laughs> yes. our eyes you know what I mean and Ooh, then just like the skyline behind us too? you know yes 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 you have to guess who's <laughs> Jimmy and who's Andy based on just above the eyebrows
2: eyebrows above
1: <laughs>
3: you, know? I mean, you have tough. a smooth
2: head to me I got like a little spots on my head
3: tip both of you tip your heads down.
2: Okay. Ooh, I oh, I, I don't know. I, I, I it might see be hard, might be hard to
1: see, you
2: know? I'm a little it's older, name, so i got a little couple spots on my head. <laughs> Can't help it.
3: <laughs> oh, my I goodness. I think could tell, but I'm not positive.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, Jimmy, when yep. we get closer to this wedding, I will yeah. give you an itinerary, and we'll talk yeah, about course. it. And, we'll we'll um, talk the week before, and that.
2: then we'll touch base that week. Yeah. But in the meantime, email me what you know.
1: Which is nothing yet because okay, yeah, okay. I still haven't gotten even the rough draft of the itinerary. Oh, she said I she was that. gonna send it to me and I never got it. So right. we'll see. Okay. Yep. Um
0: okay.
1: all right, everybody, uh, this has been Morning Photographers Unite, episode number one hundred and forty-three, titled Neil Is on a Boat. Uh thanks, <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Uh Lindsay, where can we find you? <laughs>
3: Uh, you can follow my wedding work on Instagram. Lindsay at work is my handle. And or you can find me at Lindsay Dodario as well for more of the day-to-day nonsense.
2: Jimmy? Yeah. Uh, you could find me social media at Ferrara Photo, which is all platforms. Website jamesferrara.com. Boom.
1: And my name is Andy Buscemi, B-U-S-C-E-M-I and you can uh, Google that along with Instagram you can follow me on Instagram and uh, see you over there All right, <laughs> or man. find, find uh, the whole uh, Wedding Photographers Unite on Facebook and we'll see you over there. Thanks for joining in, everybody. We will catch you next time. Yeah,
2: we're out. Bye! Wedding Photographers
0: Unite you oh.